first day of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back, y'all. Happy, happy <laughs> Twilight Tuesday. <laughs> Welcome to another Bite of Twilight. I'm Kelly. I'm Mel. Kel and Mel. I don't know why I say I'm Kelly all the time lately. Instead intro. of Kel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like um, you have a shorter name. True. Than yeah. Melissa. It's not really as necessary to it's, shorten. Yeah. And I don't think it's as jarring of a... Well, I guess <laughs> jarring is too dramatic Melissa. of a word. <laughs> That's a hard name to hear. <laughs> Guys... Today is such a, well, this has been such a happy time to be a Twilight fan. This is a historic moment in our lives. I have to say, do you think that, (laughs) I shouldn't even say this, we are solely responsible for the Midnight Sun release? Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) That thought crossed my mind, honestly. Did it? Yes! My friend Maddie, well, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, first of all, Midnight Sun is happening. It's It's being published. Happening. For real. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. Something we never thought was ever going to happen, ever. I mean, Stephanie seems totally done with the Twilight series. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, and if you don't know, Midnight Sun is Twilight in Edward's perspective, and it's amazing. Yes. And we know this because half of the draft was on her website. But anyway, it's coming out, and I do think... Uh, okay, this sounds really cocky, but... How could it not? <laughs> I mean, all I, you guys listening, like, you made this happen. Yeah, exactly. Well, in all seriousness, I do want to backtrack and say we are not solely responsible, mm. but we as people still enjoying the series yeah, yeah, yeah. all these years later and, like, making it known that we are part of the Twilight yeah. Renaissance, not hiding that, I really think inspired yeah. me. She may have thought, oh, no one really cares anymore, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, we've said on the show that there's Mm 14-year-olds into it, there's people in their late 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s just getting into it now. And people are not hiding it anymore. Yeah, still into it, so I don't really think it's a coincidence. Yeah, I don't either. And now there's a bunch of other Twilight podcasts popping up. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. And you Welcome know, to the scene. <laughs> thanks for joining. Uh so yeah, I do think that I yeah. don't think it's just us, but the whole movement. I don't think that she would have released this five years ago, like f- yeah. maybe for no other reason other than people were way too negative about the series still. Yeah. And I, I really think that I mean people obviously are still negative, but people are just embracing it now. I agree. It's beautiful. The Renaissance it's real. It's, I can't believe it. I've always said, I've always mm. said I just want that book on my bookshelf. Yeah. I just want it with the others. You know, just knowing that it could have existed was yeah, kind exactly. of torture. Yeah. Like if she never said she was writing that or if she never had that draft out there, obviously I wouldn't be like, oh, I wish I had another Yeah, one. exactly. Even if it was just kind of like people always say, oh, she might publish a Jacob and Renesmee story. Yeah. Um... 
that's an idea, but it doesn't seem as absolute. Yeah. As Midnight Sun, it's like abstract. it's like the possibility was always there for Midnight Sun. Yeah. And we knew it was going to happen back yeah. in like 2009, 2010, and the fact that it didn't. That's the crazy thing. It's heartbreaking. <sighs> I do want to talk about the history of Midnight Sun for anyone who doesn't know it. Say it. So, as we mentioned, Stephanie was going to publish Midnight Sun. I was thinking about it, was working on it back in 2008, 2009. And she had given it to a few people that she trusted. And somehow, it got leaked. We don't know. I think she knows who did it. Um, Wow. (laughs) I bet she hates them. Yeah. Well, she has said that she doesn't believe Malice Intent was involved. Which I'm wondering if that means either someone leaked it accidentally or someone leaked it just... To one friend, maybe? Yeah, like, didn't really, like, mean for it to get out for everyone to see. Yeah, I wonder if she sent it to a friend or... I wonder who, what kind of person it was. A relative? I don't know. And then they maybe sent it to one other person and were like, don't send it. But then that person... I wonder... Passed it on. Yeah. I wonder if she forgave that person. She seemed deeply upset about this. Yeah, yeah. Deeply... She said, um, there's a quote that I found from Wikipedia, where she said, if I tried to write Midnight Sun now in my current frame of mind, James would probably win and all the Cullens would die, which wouldn't dovetail too well with the original story. In any case, I feel too sad about what was, what has happened to continue working on Midnight Sun, and so it is on hold indefinitely. What do you think of that? Seems a little dramatic to me. I think that she, one, was afraid to continue now that so many people were eagerly anticipating it. Mm-hmm. I feel like she thought that, like, expectations were too high or there was yeah. too much pressure. Yeah, maybe it didn't feel private anymore. Yeah. I mean, writing is a very vulnerable thing. Yeah. And I can get that. But I also think it just seems a little extreme to be like... If I wrote it now, they would all die because yeah, I'm exactly. so upset. Like, yeah. what? Well, I mean, she wasn't, like, kind of a new author still. Like, she wasn't yeah. really used to that fame. Like, this was, like, in the very beginning. Yeah. I'm sure that was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. She That's also just true, seemed, like, just, yeah, like, vulnerable and, like, paralyzed by people, like, reading her work in the yeah um, early stages. Like, when you write a book and it's only, like, your first draft... Yeah. A lot of times it's not, like, not that good. And people yeah. see that, you might feel like you've been, like, exposed or... Yeah, it would be embarrassing for sure. Yeah. Eee. And maybe she, like, was so embarrassed that she couldn't even... She said that she didn't want to even hear anyone talk about Midnight Sun. Aww. I can get that. Yeah. Yeah, that it's almost like, I mean, to a lesser extent, like, if someone just, like, read... What about, like, your... Like, if you had a memoir or something... Mm-hmm. And someone read it before you really, like, went through editing. You would mm-hmm. feel like, I yeah. don't know, people read your diary, almost. Yeah, but strangers. Yeah. And you aren't prepared for that. That would be crazy. Yeah. But so from now until then, we have believed that Midnight Sun was on hold, but would eventually be published someday. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, Stephanie had released... Other Twilight spinoffs, like Brie Tanner in 2010 and Life and Death in 2015, which no one really asked for and (laughs) people were really disappointed about. Yeah. And then in 2015, Stephanie at Comic-Con was asked about Midnight Sun and she admitted that she had been working on it, but that it was on hold once again because of Grey, which is of Fifty Shades of Grey, Yeah. that put 
um, did the same thing where they Christian's point of view. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, that woman yelled, "James, why did she do that? That's obviously copying." Well, so yeah, so Stephanie said that she was really upset about that. And, yeah, you know, kind of annoyed. It's and, obviously copying. Yeah, I mean, it was a Twilight fan fiction to begin with, and then to do it in Christian's point of view. <laughs> That's well, not a common thing. Like, yeah, for no, a series it's not to, a common thing. Oh, now we're going to do it in someone else's point of view. Like, that yeah. That was kind of unique to Twilight. Do you think, though, that it's a little bit hard for Stephanie to get upset when Midnight Sun had been on hold for so long? Mm, I mean, Yale James has every right to do whatever the heck she wants, mm-hmm. I think. But, I don't know. I think I would be annoyed if I was Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. That seems like outright copying to me. Yeah. I mean, when I heard about Grey, I read about it in, like, Entertainment Weekly or something. I was like, okay, that is Yeah, it's kind of like, get your own idea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of like one of the Twilight podcasts with the same icon as us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'll be honest, that was really annoying. Yeah. (laughs) It is. It, oh, man. It, I mean, it happens. I think... The only thing is, people, maybe not everyone will notice, but some people do notice copying when it's happening. And Yeah. It's true. But, so do you think the reason she put it on hold was because she was just discouraged by someone copying her work? Or do you think that, like, she felt like she couldn't really compete with Midnight Sun with Grey at the time? I hope she knows that she could have competed. I definitely think yeah. she could have. Did anyone read Grey? Maybe. Yeah. If you guys have, let us know. How is it? Do you think less people read Fifty Shades of Grey than read Twilight? I do. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's numbers out there, though, that we could look up. Yeah. <laughs> right this second. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do it. Keep talking, though. Um, yeah, because I feel like a lot of people did read Fifty Shades of Grey who didn't read Twilight, especially older people um, who it's more appropriate for, but... I feel like a lot of people would have read Twilight without reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Because they're not interested in something like that. I honestly couldn't even finish Fifty Shades of Grey. I only read maybe the first, like, ten <laughs> We've chapters. we about this. Yeah. Meanwhile, I read all three books. <laughs> okay, this is just, you know how when you Google something and at there's the top like, there's, like, an answer? Yeah. So who knows if this is true. Like, I didn't do a deep dive, guys, but... Yeah. Oh no. It looks like Fifty Shades sold more. What? This says 125 million copies of Fifty oh, Shades. Oh my god. And then this says 100 million copies of Twilight. Oh my god, that's crazy. Do you think the whole series, or is this just the first books? I think it's just the first book. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, it would go down afterwards, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So. I'm sure the whole Twilight Saga has outsold the Fifty Shades of Grey book. I feel Probably. like not a lot of people, I mean, you you read all the books, but I feel like a lot of people maybe just read the first one. Mm-hmm. I'd be willing to bet. I'd be willing to bet, too. I remember I bought one of them at a grocery store. <laughs> 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 grocery store. Yeah, I felt really ashamed. <laughs> we bought the first one together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Newbury. Yeah, Comics. it was like a good joke. Yeah, because like, ah, Newbury Comics 
is it's like a massachusetts thing it's yeah it has a lot of jokey things for sale they yeah. have records and then they have those pop funko yeah dolls and yeah so they have the 50 shades gray books there yeah so it felt like a joke yeah it felt like kind of ironic i didn't think like i was actually gonna read it actually <laughs> I got into it. <laughs> I feel like Fifty Shades could be, and Grey could be interesting if it really conveyed what it's like to be in a relationship with somebody that's like a narcissist or mentally mm-hmm. abusive, but like took that seriously. Yeah. I, but I feel like she didn't do like actual research on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like it was really sensationalizing toxic relationships. I know people say that about Twilight, but... Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, uh... It was... It seemed just way worse to me. Like... (laughs) Yeah. I think it's, like, the... (laughs) The sex part of it, like, a lot of people are into that, you know? Like, it's, like, super, like, consensual and, like, healthy... Like, a healthy part of people's sex life, I guess, or whatever. But, like, it seemed like his character was a dick in real life, too, beyond that. Yeah. He was. And, like, you never, like, you always were wondering, does he actually care about me? Does he actually care about me? Mm-hmm. And I didn't even finish it, because I was like, <laughs> even if he does, like, what kind of, you know? It's like, could you ever really be satisfied with that? I know. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Midnight Sun. Anyway. Yes, so Stephanie also recently revealed that her mom was begging her to release it, so she admitted that she definitely would release The Night Sun before she died. Before her mom died or before? (laughs) She herself. She herself, I don't know. Maybe her mom. I hope her mom's doing okay. Me too. That's that's really morbid. (laughs) Um, But so anyways, then, um, like last week, Her production company, Fickle Fish Films, released a teaser saying that there would be a big announcement in five days. Wow. Yep. And everyone went crazy and was speculating. Maybe it's Midnight Sun. We were not super hopeful at first. Yeah. I was skeptical. I didn't think it was going to be Midnight Sun. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be the host, too. Well, the background was really starry and space-like. Yeah. It seemed like it had nothing to do with Twilight. Yeah. And one of the plants... Again, the background, what we mean by that is on the website, there was a countdown landing page thing, and there was, like, a video of mm-hmm. a starry night with plants, and it just didn't look very twilight It seemed to really me. random. It's, yeah, I thought it looked like the host. It's aliens, space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. And you would think something like that would be really important for a release. Yeah. Um, but maybe they thought it would give it too much away. Yeah. Maybe. If it was. So, yeah, there was this countdown. I really wasn't letting myself get too excited for Midnight mm-hmm. Sun. I don't know. I mean, sometimes I'm like, what if it is? Well, people were very convincing to us yeah. online. We got a ton yeah. of messages from people who believed it was Midnight Sun and were giving us reasons for it. Like, I guess there was 
originally in the source code the mm-hmm. name midnight sun people sent us screenshots but then when we looked we couldn't see it or people sent us mm-hmm. screenshots of the website how it said midnight sun and then didn't on google and so we were like are people photoshopping this because yeah people were lying i kept saying that like they're just <laughs> making it up we were like this is so mean and who knows maybe they were making it up but we didn't believe it <laughs> no i didn't I just never thought Midnight Sun was going to come out. No. I can't believe this. I know. It just seems like... It comes out August 4th, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a promo. Because <laughs> you've been waiting for so long that it just all of a sudden starts to feel like a pipe dream. I know. I gave up a long time ago. Me too. I didn't I think wasn't it was even waiting happen. for it anymore. I thought Stephanie was done with yeah. it. I wasn't anticipating it. Mm-hmm. At all. So, okay. Mel and I, actually, we have a Patreon where, if you like, it's totally optional. For, like, $5 a month, we have mini episodes every Mm -hmm. other week. They're actually not that short. (laughs) They're, like, (laughs) half an hour or 40 minutes. And we recorded ourselves live for this countdown. Yeah. To see what it is. And it was really funny. You can listen to it if you want. But it was funny because when it finally, it was going off at 8.30 a.m. our time around the East Coast of America. Uh, When it got to 8.30, the website just crashed. Yeah. And there was nothing there. No. (laughs) So it was so anticlimactic because we were like along with the countdown waiting for it. And then there was nothing. And I was super like low energy in the beginning of that episode, I guess you can call it. (laughs) And then it was rising <laughs> yeah. passing minute. Yeah. Oh gosh, the suspense was real. And then we were just doing a ton of Googling and looking yeah. on social media yeah. and reading messages from people to understand what was going on. Yeah. Okay, so then we saw on Twitter, I don't know how people got this, I still don't know how they got it. That was like, now it's Edward's turn. It was like a picture of the cover, and it said Midnight Sun. I think people got it from GMA or something. Oh, okay. And then it was on the Little Brown website, too, which eventually mm-hmm. we saw. But anyway, we saw on Twitter, people were saying, Midnight Sun, who's Midnight Sun? And, like, there's a cover. And I'm going to put in a clip here from our episode. Only, like, a minute, guys. I'm sorry. But this is our reaction <laughs> to seeing the cover. Here it is. Is this true? It's going to come out August 4th? I, I don't know. I feel like more people would be saying that. Let's read some interesting Somebody, tweets. Okay, someone just shared a picture of Midnight Sun. The cover looks so ugly if this is real. Oh, God. What is that? It's a pomegranate. Do you see it? Yeah. That can't be it. That cannot be <laughs> it's it. It's horrible. Why would it be it? Wait, but it was shared by a verified account. Verified accounts are just people. Yeah, true. That looks really bad. Watch it be the actual cover. Ew! Oh my god, that's disgusting. Why would that... That's not the cover. It can't be. What would that have anything to do with Twilight? (laughs) My love for her was like a pomegranate. Oh, is it because like there's an (laughs) apple on the first... On like Twilight, so there's another Yeah, that would be stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Watch it be the cover. I'll stand by that. And but I love pomegranates, but that's... It's like an open pomegranate. Why are people lying on the internet? Ah! <laughs> that's so mean. 
What, we're mean? No, people oh. are. Yeah, but yeah, it is mean to lie. This is so not real. Now it's Edward's turn with the pomegranate. What would that mean if it was a pomegranate? A really dumb metaphor. <laughs> it can't be. It looks so bad. Is it because he feels like ugly on the inside and so we have this like kind of ugly looking... Is it? Is it supposed to look like a heart? Maybe. Or there's a million little pieces to his love or something. Oh, it's gross. It's like oozing out of it. I really... That's a horrible cover. If it's true. <laughs> I, don't, I think they should honestly... Wait. I'm going to see if someone made that before. What were you going to say? Oh, also, that title treatment is really bad. The way, like, look how big the title is. I, know. I don't think that's That real. can't be it. Okay, we're back. <laughs> we really were like, this is fan art. It just can't be real. I really, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed now that that was my reaction. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I haven't even looked at our Patreon. Like, I'm too, I don't know. I haven't looked at what anyone said because... I feel like I was so negative. Yeah. And I wasn't believing it. <laughs> well, it's like I see a lot of times fans will react to things in real time. Like I know a girl from school who's really into Taylor Swift. She'll always do yeah. reaction videos. And she's always so nice. Like I feel like fans always just give like the nicest like reactions. Yeah, like no matter what it is, they're so positive and we're like, that's not it. <laughs> I really thought it was Photoshop. Yeah. We're going to get back to this, but mm -hmm. yeah, I I was even Googling and it's on to see if that was an old fake oh, yeah. cover somebody <laughs> made like years ago because it just didn't look real to me. <laughs> yeah. So our reaction was really kind of slow to process. Like, yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> well, because the website was still down yeah. and so we didn't know if it was true. Yeah. And I literally, I was listening to that episode back yeah. and I saw a tweet that said, uh, Midnight Sun announced on Good Morning America. Yeah. Go, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I have no evidence for that. I know what, that's not true. That's not true. And it, it was, was true. <laughs> I know. So Immediately you're like, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like people... I don't know why. Why do you think we think people are making things up? Just because historically people do Yeah, do I that. think people often do do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems like, oh, well, one thing that someone was saying, someone shared on Tumblr, and people were saying it has to be Twilight related because Stephanie Meyer asked the Twilight podcast oh, yeah. to promote it, which I knew wasn't really true. That didn't really happen. Yeah. We, like, we did receive an email to share it, but it wasn't like a personal share this. It's related to Twilight. Yeah. No. We had no idea. Yeah. We knew probably less than other people. You, you know who didn't know? I think, um, I want to say the people from Method Agency didn't know. Really? No way. I think that they knew there was an announcement, but they didn't. No, that might not be true. Hmm. What makes you think that I they didn't know? I think that they made a post that said, we were so happy to find this out today, the day mm. it was announced. Interesting. Maybe they just meant collective we. Mm, yeah. The world. So yeah, see, that has to be really top secret <laughs> if they don't know that. Yeah. Man. I'm excited. I don't Me know too. why I keep picturing myself in a park reading it. Mm. I wish I could read it on the beach because that's where I read Twilight. We can go to the beach. We'll find somewhere yeah, to go. Yeah, we will. 
This will be over by August, right? <laughs> by this, insert I, laugh track. By this, I mean. Okay, I'll do that. By this, I mean coronavirus. If you, if anyone's listening, two years from now. Don't even make a prediction because our thoughts on Midnight Sun were so wrong. I know we cannot speak anything I can't out make a loud. <laughs> this will be over by August. Fast forward. <laughs> Sorry, this is so random, but there's this MGMT lyric that's like, My predictions are the only thing I have. What does that even mean? I feel like... All you can do is wonder? I guess. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> My predictions, which are wrong, uh, yeah. are all I have. <laughs> sometimes, it's funny because sometimes I think that I'm very intuitive and that I can mm. almost speak things into fruition um usually not good things usually I feel like Mm. I can say something that I'm worried about and then it comes true but this really made me feel like I'm not intuitive I think you are an intuitive type in the Myers-Briggs you think so scale Mm -hmm. but there's introvert intuition and there's extrovert intuition and that's the whole thing. I don't know. What's the difference between the two? I have introvert intuition. Well, it's about. Oh my god! Wait, actually. Okay, should we get into this? No, maybe it's okay. not. Maybe not. If anyone's interested, I'm obsessed with Myers Briggs personality types, but that has nothing to do with <laughs> I think that we should someday do a Myers Briggs episode. I would love that. Where you diagnose the characters of which. I love it. Which ones they fall into and I'm sure there's like people online who have come up with reasons too the thing is nobody really knows the future Mm -hmm. or totally knows what's going on with other people so you could have very strong intuition and it's just it is wrong sometimes but that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you don't have it yeah and everybody has intuition. It's not to say that like some people have yeah. none. I also think there's outside factors. Like for this, mm-hmm. I was really afraid of getting my hopes up and being disappointed that I felt like I couldn't even let myself think it yeah. was Midnight Sun. Well, a lot of intuition is about patterns mm-hmm. and connecting things and concepts, especially if you have extroverted intuition. Because like, mm. and I don't know if that's... I'm not totally sure what your type is, but introverted intuition is more just, like, possibilities inside your own head, like, inner world, Mm -hmm. not really about the outer world, so that might be just more, like, daydreaming or whatever, but extroverted intuition is more about possibilities with other people in the real world and stuff, so, I mean, it's hard to get it right all the time, obviously, but you possibly have seen patterns of, like, Things not being what you think it will be, yeah. people making things up, blah, blah, blah. And so your intuition was like, yeah, I don't think so. Or even like a pattern of like, yeah, every year passes and Stephanie Meyer doesn't. Yeah. Midnight Sun. <laughs> every year passes. <laughs> exactly. Stephanie has a pattern of releasing things <laughs> no one wants. <laughs> I know. Poor Stephanie. I was feeling my back because I was like, oh God, if it's not Midnight Sun, people are going to be I know. so vocal about their disappointment. Yeah. Oh, she has the right to publish whatever she wants to yeah. publish. Ugh. Sorry, it's funny. I I feel like authors do this. I know I always talk about Game of Thrones, but he did that too. Like, he has the last book hasn't come out 
But he randomly came out with this, like, history mm. of the Targaryens. It's, like, 600 yeah. pages long. It's like, that must have taken a lot of time to write that. Yeah. Like, you could have been working on yeah. <laughs> the last book. Why didn't you do that? Yeah. But I don't know. Just Yes, Stephanie has worked on, what, four other books outside of yeah. the main series? Mm-hmm. The Chemist, The Host, Brie Tanner, yeah. and Life and Death. I guess she just didn't have the inspiration. Mm-hmm. And she has the freedom to do that like she doesn't have to write it because she probably has a ton of money so i remember at the time robert pattinson was given a copy of um the pds before it leaked and then he was nervous that he had leaked it can you imagine (laughs) that would have been kind of funny that would be wicked funny robert pattinson leaked it oh no (laughs) that'd be so cool actually i feel like he seems like he could accidentally make that mistake Yeah. <laughs> then people would be like, Barb Panson hates Twilight so much. He, he leaked it. <laughs> he leaked it so when it got published. <laughs> okay, I just gotta say, there's been a lot of memes and gifts out there so about annoying. Barb Panson having to star in the new Twilight movie. I'm fed up. It's with not. It. That's not. I'm gonna... not saying you guys are doing this, but. Guys, it's not happening. No. There's no Midnight Sun movie. No. It's literally the same exact story as Twilight. And what I mean by that is obviously, yes, Stephanie is going to add scenes that we don't see. But that's not enough to make a whole new movie about it. Especially when the big thing is Bella and Edward together. Yeah. So you're not going to just like make a new movie with the same prom scene, with the same yeah. baseball scene. I know. And you're not going to reshoot those scenes I either. Know. That wouldn't make any sense. So you're just going to, like, reshoot the movie. And one, you'd have to, like, get the same... If you're going to put those scenes together, you'd have to have Catherine Hardwick doing it. It's you'd just have to have the same, like, editors. It's impossible. It wouldn't, it wouldn't make any sense. And also, it has been, like, 12 years since they filmed that movie. Yeah, he's in his 30s. They would look completely different. He cannot play a 17 No, <laughs> it's not possible. He's so hot still, but, like, he has... His face looks older. Yeah, he looks like a man now. Yeah, he's not a 17-year-old. He didn't even look like it then. People were arguing that they could CGI them. But that is a lot that would of look bad. work for a movie that's and I don't think not Rob- even entirely new. I don't think Rob and Kristen want to work together. No, they don't want to work together. Yeah. No, it's not happening. It was never going to happen. In theory, <laughs> I guess Bella wouldn't have to be in it. Why? Because... They wouldn't really reshoot scenes that she's already in anyway, right? Mm. That would be weird. I guess they could, like, maybe the scenes where he's, like, spying on her, but they don't have to be in the same shot mm-hmm. together. They would only really reshoot scenes that... Interesting. So I guess I guess we only really need Rob to sign on. <laughs> what if he just randomly did? <laughs> I feel like this is... a this is a book universe thing, you know? Yeah, And the I great agree. thing is being in Edward's head, and Why I don't need you... a movie. No, I don't yeah. need it either. I don't want one, because it would be bad. <laughs> I, I saw Because thing... it would be bad. <laughs> I saw a thing online where a girl was like, and sorry if you're listening, girl, but she said, um, girl, uh, real fans want more Twilight. And no, I want more of the book, yes, but I don't want just more and more and more content no if you're gonna take the quality Ew. out of it yeah i don't i want good twilight things yeah. i don't want just anything yeah i mean 
We've seen that go to shit with other series and stuff. So many so. things. I mean, yeah. does anyone like the fourth movie of any series? Shrek 4 ever <laughs> and ever? No. Spy Kids? Spy Kids? No. <laughs> Home Alone? Pirates no. of the Caribbean? It's way too much. Like, yeah. it's always bad at that point. So true, Mel. And you just, like, I don't know, let a good thing end while it's still good. You pains me to say this, but Fantastic Beasts... Yeah. Rough, rough, rough. I wanted to love Fantastic Beasts so bad. I, I do like the first one. I haven't seen it. Enough. I like it enough. I'm not, like, obsessed with it. But I love Newt's Commander as a character. So it pains me that it's just not good. It's like a spinoff of Harry Potter. <sighs> but some people just do love things so much that they can only... They'll take anything. They'll take anything. They want it in excess. I kind of hate the word content, even though I'm literally a content writer. Yeah. <laughs> for a job. But it seems like so fluffy. Yeah, I agree. It's content. It seems just whatever. It's like yeah. junk food. It's just anything. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> but I actually was happy to become a content writer instead of a copywriter. I don't know why. Mm. Wait, I don't even remember what my... I, I'm a content strategist now is my official Oh my title. god, we're both content something? Yeah. Wow. It's just kind of a fake title though. <laughs> That's cool now. Wow. Yeah. Call us the content girls. I guess we no, are don't. the content girls. Should we make a sticker? <laughs> content is this our new name? <laughs> At the beginning of the episode, we're like... We're the hey. content girls. <laughs> no. That sounds horrible. Wow. Watch this. Maybe we could start our own business. Yeah. <laughs> the content Kellen Mel. Uh, you strategize. I'll right? type it up. Yeah. <laughs> and Yeah, I will give you the general idea and then yeah. you write it. I like that. Because I don't like the pressure of having the idea. Mm, I don't like the pressure of executing the idea cool yeah sometimes from my work i have to come up a lot of times actually mm -hmm. i have to just come up with it on my own and i'm like i hate it it's a lot easier <laughs> to work off someone's idea than to sometimes work off your own idea yeah because i feel like you're more afraid that you're gonna mess up your idea yeah because like at a high level if you're wrong yeah <laughs> But and if, sometimes you get too attached to it too yeah. that you can make you less productive. It's true. Sorry guys, I'm drinking a cider, and I put the little tab thing in my can, and it jingled. That was the sound. Yeah. Okay, where do we leave off? Um, we were talking about the possibility if there was a movie. I will say, I think that they could make some type of remake someday. Yeah. I think that's a very real possibility. I mean, film studios like to milk series for everything they got. Mm -hmm. They're going to try to get more content out there someday if they can make money off of it. But it will not have the same actors. Yeah. It will be probably totally reshot. I mean, in a way, it could be kind of cool. Hmm. Even though I love Twilight, if you are going to remake it, it would be cool if they did remake it as Midnight Sun. That's true. 
We'll see. But not with the same actors. I mean, not right now. Stephanie would have to give her permission, right? Yeah. I could see her not doing it. But who knows? Maybe. I think she, 20 years from now. Maybe. She's just, you know, at home. Like, yeah, sure. Try <laughs> it. Let me see it. Yeah, sure. Do you like any remakes? Uh. I don't know. I mean, a lot of things have been remade and you don't even realize it. Mm hmm. Like The Parent Trap, for instance. Oh, yeah. Great remake. Yeah. I've only seen the original once and it was a really long time ago, so mm. I can't really comment on comparing. Well, it's them. different also when you see the remake before you see the original. Yeah, you get very attached. Which I would be sad if they did remake Twilight and if that was, you know, the version that people knew. Yeah, well, like, imagine going on YouTube for clips of the remake and people are like, this one's way better than yeah, the original. Because uh, that's what will happen. That's what will happen, I guys. had a friend in college <laughs> who preferred the Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka. What? And I was... That's sacrilegious. Yeah, I was pretty judgmental of that. Never said anything about it, but I feel like that's How a can you prefer the Willy Wonka version? <laughs> it's so horrible. I know. Oh. It's that's one so of the bad. best examples of a bad remake, in my opinion. I agree. Ugh, <sighs> it was so disturbing. Like, Gene Wilder is so... He's a little intimidating, but so warm and charming, mm -hmm. and just plays that character so well. Mm -hmm. And then Johnny Depp it's is just a so creep. So charming. Yeah. It seems like a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary. But, like, isn't that interesting? Like, Gene Wilder didn't seem like a pedophile. No, yeah, exactly. this version... It's horrible. I honestly <laughs> find it, like, offensive to the Oompa Loompas. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Why? They're, They're all like the indigenous same guy. people. I know. It's really offensive. The other one, they were like mythical creatures almost with orange skin and green hair. It's yeah. Like, yeah, like whatever. Like, this isn't a real thing. Yeah. Why did they make it so creepy? It was so creepy. And then they gave us a weird backstory about his parents being dentists. Oh, we didn't need yeah. that. We I don't didn't need, need that. that. I don't like it at all. Hollywood has had this weird trend lately of giving us like villains sob story. Mm. Is he even a villain? He's not really. He's not a villain though. I know. I don't know why I just said that, but I kind of just connected it. Yeah. Well, they made him seem like a villain. <laughs> like he is supposed to be, you know, kind of weird. Weird and yeah, he's he like a is shut -in. kind of torturing these kids <laughs> in his factory, but it's it's supposed to be charming. And I think it's supposed to be a commentary on society because mm -hmm. it shows someone who's like really gluttonous or spoiled mm -hmm. and. You know, Charlie was the only good one, and it's just kind of showing how bad people can be and yeah. rewarding someone who's a good character. But I honestly think that that girl from my school, I cannot confirm or deny, but I think she saw the Johnny Depp one first before she saw the original, and so yeah. she loved the Johnny Depp one, and that was just like... The kids I nannied ugh. had only seen the second one. Ugh, that's so disappointing. And I was like wondering, what's wrong with your parents? Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, if there was a classic movie that was coming out, before I took my kids to the theater, yeah. I would make sure that they saw the original yeah. so I wouldn't taint their mm -hmm. perception of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't think of a remake that I love. I've seen remakes that I was like, that was good. But mm -hmm. I'm not obsessed with it or anything. There have mm -hmm. been a lot of remakes recently. Mm -hmm. Can't even think of any of them right now, though. Usually I just get pissed about them. 
Yeah. I mean, little women. <laughs> we to be fair, we can't really on. call the 94 one the original. Yeah, we can't. Okay, yeah. Mel, myself, my sisters, we've been talking about little women for like months. Months. It still happens. Kelly and I actually memorized an entire scene from it. Yep, we did. Could we do it? No, I'm too nervous. Let's try to do a little bit. Okay. Okay. I'm like a little tipsy right now. Yeah. So. Um, why? Should we run off and join a pirate ship? No. No. It's no use, Joe. Teddy, please don't. Joe, we've got to have it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've loved you ever since I've known you, Joe. I tried to show you wouldn't let me, which is fine, but I must make you here now and give me an answer because it cannot go on like this any longer. Teddy, please don't. <laughs> you up everything you didn't. Wait, is that how it started? Yeah. I gave up everything you didn't like. I gave up billiards. It's fine. And I never complained. And I waited and I never complained because... Well, I figured you loved me, Joe. And I realized I'm not this great man. I'm not good enough and I'm not this great man. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, you are. You're a great deal too good for me. And I'm so grateful to you and I'm so happy for you. I just... I don't see why I can't love you as you want me to. I don't know why. You can't? No, I can't. It'd be a lie to say I do and I don't. I'm so sorry, Teddy. I'm so sorry. I can't love anyone else, Joe. I only love you. Teddy, it would be a disaster. It wouldn't be a disaster. No! <laughs> It'd be a perfect saint! <laughs> what comes to Um, I can't. I can't. I've tried it and I failed. I can't. <laughs> Why does Why? that... Okay, yeah. Why does everyone expect it? Why does your family and my grandfather expect it? Why are you saying this? Say yes and let's be happy together. I can't say yes truly, so I'm not going to say it at all. And you'll see that I'm right eventually and you'll thank me for it. I would rather hang myself than realize this. Teddy. I'd rather be dead. Teddy, don't say that. Teddy, listen. You'll find some lovely, accomplished girl who will love you and she's going to make a fine mistress for your fine house, but I want it all right. Yes, you would, Look Joe. at me. I'm homely and I'm awkward and I'm odd. I love you, and Joe. And you'd be ashamed of me and we'd quarrel. I love you, we Joe. We can't help it even now. I hate elegant society. You'd hate my scribbling and we'd be unhappy and we'd wish we hadn't done it and everything would be horrid. Is there anything more? No, nothing more. Except, Teddy, I don't believe Tell I'll ever marry. marry. <laughs> I know I got some lines I, wrong. Yeah, I was rusty. really rusty, but yeah. we kind of still have we it. We kind of still have it. I need it. to keep practicing. We should keep practicing. We need to film it for real. Yeah. Outside, dressed Let's up. Let's go to Concord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we um, actually, we memorized this right before the Oscars. Yeah. Yep. A few months back, and we went to Kelly's family's house to watch the Oscars, and then we just broke out into yep. it. We were laughing too much, yep. but they were really caught off guard, yep. and it was funny. They I love it. We're not expecting it. I love playing Laurie personally. I really appreciate being. Yeah, I feel like that is a fun role. <laughs> I'm happy I did. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But for the record, we prefer the ninety-four. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we we memorized a scene from the new one. We, we memorized just think it's funny. it because it's so over the top. Yeah. The it's, acting just seems crazy. It's so over the top. <laughs> we also were thinking about also memorizing the scene with Lori and Amy. Oh, yeah, yeah, She yeah. says, well, I'm not a poet. 
I think the poets would disagree. <laughs> well, I'm not a poet. I'm just a woman. And as a woman, there's no way for me to make my own money. <laughs> Do I have any other lines in that? <laughs> no, maybe not. I'm sure there's like yeah. earlier lines, but... That yeah, scene, yeah, earlier one. I don't understand why she was nominated for that scene, I'll be honest. Like, it seems like... I didn't, it's fine, but it didn't... It wasn't memorable. I feel like she should have been nominated for Midsummer, And I haven't even seen Midsummer, mm-hmm. but when you watch that trailer, she's like sobbing and screaming mm-hmm. and running around. And I feel like she should have been nominated for that. It was a weak year for supporting actresses. It was. Not a lot of competition. The fact that Laura Dern won... She was good in Marriage she Story. She just played a sassy lady, though. She was Renata. Yeah. Renata Klein. We've seen it before. Yeah. It she's was great as Renata, but... It was not a good year for... No. God is the father, <laughs> and he <laughs> didn't show even show up. up. God's not there. He's in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line. But she didn't even come up with that, you know? Yeah. I feel like anyone could have delivered that. Yeah, I feel like I just did a good job. <laughs> Mel... <laughs> Should I have wow. been nominated? Yeah. <laughs> you should have. Well, we do need to talk more in depth about the cover because there is a lot to say. <sighs> okay. Oh, my God. All right. If you haven't seen it yet, there's a pomegranate on the cover. Mm-hmm. And it looks really gory. And as it so happens, Mel and I both have, what is that called? Fear uh, of little circles. Phonophobia, I think. If I start with a T... Tomophobia? Fear of small holes. Circles. Tripophobia. Oh, okay. This, I hate this word, triggered, I'm sorry, but this triggers me. Yeah, it does, me too. <laughs> it's scary. Okay. I, in the recording, you would have heard it, I'm, I wasn't a fan of this cover, and I, admittedly, I'm still not. But the main thing is... The text looks so bad. The text is the worst part. I didn't like the pomegranate at first. Same deal. Little I still don't like it. Holes, little circles. Yeah. Freak me out. It, mm-hmm. And I think that's a psychological thing. It makes you think of diseases. Yeah. Makes uh, me think of Fear eggs. of the unknown. Oh, yeah. you know, like little like lice eggs. eggs or yeah, something. Like, oh. <sighs> yeah. It or is, spider. It's just disturbing to look at. I think pomegranate tastes great. Like, nothing against it, but I... It's gross. I, I don't know. I We'll get to the text in a second, but I still... I'm struggling with the pomegranate. I don't like the this image. I get that it's supposed to be gory, mm-hmm. but the way it's, like, centered, too, and just this picture in general, I just don't like it. And it almost feels... It just doesn't fit Twilight to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of a Mediterranean fruit, and... Do you agree with me that it's almost like, in America at least, which is where this story takes place, a pomegranate mm-hmm. is kind of like hip-ish. Yeah. Like, it's not like your typical, it's not like apple banana. Yeah. And I know what you mean. so, that just feels a little out of place to me for the Twilight series. I Does agree. anyone get what I'm I've saying? never had a pomegranate, actually. Yeah, I mean, I've only had a couple of times. Usually it's like, just juice mm-hmm. or something kombucha but i mean there people have given their reasons why they think it's a pomegranate and they're all valid and probably true yeah i mean somebody on our instagram said i get why it's a pomegranate but i still don't like it yeah (laughs) that's how i feel like yeah i get it i think it would have made a difference if maybe it was off to the side and you only saw half of the pomegranate that would be kind of interesting 
It looks a little lazy to me, mm-hmm. just the way it's been It arranged. does look like a stock photo. Yeah, and it's just centered. Okay, and the text is huge, and it gets so close this to the is, pomegranate. This is the part I really don't like about the cover. I can take the pomegranate, but why is the text stacked <laughs> in jumbo? I, I mean, know. you compare this to the font of... New Moon and Breaking Dawn. It's, it's huge. Usually why? the title. And shouldn't it match the rest of the series? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get what. And it's it's like kind of off-centered with yeah. the pomegranate. Like that's what made me really think that this was a fan cover. And I know that beggars can't be choosers. And I'm really just kind of happy that yeah. this is getting published. But come on. Like don't you think it looks like a cover someone just made for their ebook on Amazon? A hundred percent. I was saying in the Patreon episode that for my job, we often work on covers, and yeah. this is something I would have asked if they could redo yeah. the title right away, because it's just huge. The and pomegranate should be moved up. Yeah. The text should be way smaller, just way, like the way other smaller. ones. Honestly, like half the size. Yeah. Like, guys, go look at your Twilight books. Like, this doesn't match. Yeah. I don't get why they decided to make it so big and make it not put it together. I know. Why did they decide to stack it? <laughs> Midnight Sun. I know I shouldn't be picky. I know. Like, I'm so happy that's happening, but it just, it's disappointing. It's way too close to the pomegranate. I feel like just after all these years, why does it look so sloppy? Yeah. That's what I'm wondering, too. I, you would think that they would have put the utmost work into this cover. <laughs> I wonder if she's happy with it. I mean, in theory, they could still change it. It hasn't printed yeah. yet. They could. And it wouldn't be a big deal if they just changed the title. That's all I that's yeah. all I really am asking for. And I think we I wanted that. to be, <laughs> I wanted to be smaller too. Yeah. That's I would be happy with that if they just rearranged the text in music. Yeah. yeah. No. But yeah, I am just happy that it's getting published. It does look better when you see it like smaller mm-hmm. with the by Stephanie Meyer as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like the hard copy will look okay. Yeah, this image that I'm looking at right now just doesn't even look like a hardcover book. Yeah. It's hard to grasp. But, okay, pomegranate. I'm going to read a comment on our Instagram okay. about this. This is from Kate underscore Shipe, or Kate Ship. I'm not totally sure how to pronounce it. Hi, Kate. Okay, it says, definitely symbol... Definitely... <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. Definitely symbolism pulled from Greek mythology of Persephone and Hades. In the story, Hades is in love with Persephone and brings her into the underworld. The number of pomegranate seeds she eats is the number of days she gets to spend out of the outer underworld, which in GM explains spring and winter. Greek mythology explains mm-hmm. spring and winter times. I think it relates to Midnight Sun in that Edward feels like Hades bringing Bella, Persephone, into the vampire world, underworld, but wants to keep her innocence despite their love, similar to eating the pomegranate. That makes sense. Oh, it's <laughs> Seahorse714 said, I understand the cover. I just think it is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, we do get it, but that doesn't mean that we love it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, I don't know, were being like, there's these reasons, these reasons, these reasons, these reasons. Like, I get it, but yeah. I just still don't The reasons like aren't it. good enough. <laughs> I want to read some more comments. Um, okay. Abigail said, Finally, I love the cover. Pomegranates are known as the fruit of the underworld. It's a darker twist to the forbidden fruit. I think it's great symbolism between how Bella sees being a vampire versus Edward. The enticing apple 
Um, oh, sorry. The cover of Twilight is a crisp, clean, and enticing apple, whereas the cover of Midnight Sun is a messy, heart-shaped pomegranate that appears bloody. And someone else said, 575 underscore mom said, As for the cover, there is a delightfully gruesome and sexy Vampire Diaries photo of Nina Dobrev holding a juicy pomegranate towards the camera, and it looks just like a bloody heart. I know there is symbolism tied to the that. pomegranate, but it always looks just like a bloody heart to me. Yeah. It does. It's kind of lazy to like just like associate it with the heart, though. If that's what the designers and Stephanie had in mind, but I do. Maybe. I definitely Stephanie has some symbolism behind it. And then it's me, Mary Mac, friend of the podcast, said pomegranates symbolize miracle fruit, diverse cultural religious significance, as a symbol of life and fertility, owning to their many seeds, but also as a symbol of power, blood, and death. They also symbolize fertility, beauty, and eternal life in Greek. In Persian mythology, do we really expect anything more than this symbolism from Stephanie Meyer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that the Hades for Stephanie thing is cool. I mean, I've always really liked that story. Mm-hmm. In fact, when we learned about that in middle school, I remember, first of all, in my head, I read his name is Hades. Mm. <laughs> and I pictured him being like a hot emo guy. <laughs> like with Hades. black Zac Efron type of hair. Mm-hmm. And, like, green eyes. I don't know what the heck was up with me in middle like school. Like, Eli but- <laughs> from Degrassi? <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> but hotter. And I was like, oh, man, there should be a version of this story like that. Uh, and so, yeah, I see a connection to Twilight with that. Yeah, I think it's cool. But I also think that, historically, the Twilight covers, they do have symbolism, but they don't have to be that hard to get. You know what I mean? What do you think would have been a better cover? Mel... <laughs> Gotta give me time to think about. Well, this. there was a lot of great fan covers. I want to Google. Yeah, I mean, them. I really like the fan covers that are just the red sun over water. Like, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look up the covers. There's too. one of wine. I don't really get the significance of that. Oh, it's it's a wine glass with a heart, a rose in it. Edward doesn't drink wine, so I don't know. Wouldn't really make sense. The, it does look better as the hardcover. Yeah, it looks cool. You're right. Yeah, I think that once we actually have it, it will look really nice. Maybe the quality is kind of ruined on the site as well. Maybe. And it'll be, like, very vivid Yeah, when we have it. I just want them... All I want them to do is change it looks, the yeah. title. There's this picture here of them all lined up next to each other, and then they all, you know, they go together, and then there's Midnight Sun, and the text is huge! I just don't get like, it. Why is it like that? I don't know. Yeah, I think it does look better on the hardcover. Okay, I'll step down a little bit. I'm gonna chill what out. What if they had, mm, probably too cheesy, if it was the pomegranate, but the hands holding it, and then there was the, like, red... Yeah. Using down the hands. It was like a man's hand. Yeah, that would be kind of interesting. That would be. Although, that, I feel like there's a risk of that looking too stock photo-y. Why can't they... They have the money. Get a photographer. Shoot yeah, it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I don't get. What the heck? <laughs> I know. It seems like on any book, they always always try to save money where they can, even if it's a book that's definitely going to make a shit ton of money. Yeah, this is definitely going to... Oh, I'm sure. I've already pre-ordered it. I was thinking, like, oh, what other red fruits are there? Wouldn't it be so silly if it was, like, a cherry? <laughs> no. A cherry. Flirty. A cherry <laughs> with, like, Edward's hands <laughs> and his tongue out. That could no. be kind of sexy. <laughs> it would be sexy, but that's the wrong vibe. <laughs> 
Strawberry? No. Uh, there's a lot of red fruits. Can't think of any actually. <laughs> a lot of um, Charlie. <laughs> red cranberries. Fruits. I mean, I guess they're grapes that are red. Mm-hmm. Cranberries. That would be kind of funny. Tomatoes, technically a fruit. Mm-hmm. Raspberries. Are those purple? Um, those can be red. Yeah. Peppers. I guess that's vegetable now. It feels like a tombstone with a rose on it. Too dark. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Probably. I have seen one of a feather. I feel like that wouldn't really fit. No. Well, so the Twilight cover is the forbidden fruit, but the apple, I guess, yeah, that's how Bella sees Edward. Yeah. And then this is how he sees himself. Yeah, that makes Mm -hmm. sense. I guess. It could have been how he sees Bella, too. I really... the In the, the Patreon episode, I didn't like the cover at all. I had the pro- a problem with the pomegranate. Yeah. But, one, I think I should just be happy with the cover. I'm just happy that it's getting published. And, two, it's grown on me. I think the explanations yeah. make sense. I just want the font to be smaller. Me, too. Please. <laughs> Please, God. <laughs> it seems so trivial, but... What if it was like a piano? I mean, that doesn't symbolize anything. But... No. Okay. What if it was a baseball? <laughs> With blood on it. This, that would be like a stupid team. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. It's hard, I guess. I mean, what if it's just like a tree with red leaves? Maybe. I mean, when, I mean, there would be less symbolism with something like that. I feel like it doesn't need to symbolize anything. I just want it to be pretty. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, some of the other covers, they do have a symbolism, but it's not that important to the story, to be honest. No, it's not. The flower, that's a least symbolic. It's beautiful, but mm-hmm. it's not. But I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just a beautiful cover. Yeah. Well... Yeah. I'm sure people have found symbolism in it. It is growing on me. I mean, I think it will look cool in high detail Mm -hmm. on the cover. Yeah, I think it'll be better. I'm chilling out. I I feel, if I had to give it a grade, Mm. I'd give it... Okay, I don't know. (laughs) Probably still pretty low. Well, of all the covers, let's think of all the covers. Mm -hmm. How would you rank all of them? I mean, I think Twilight's iconic, probably mm-hmm. number one, but I think Eclipse is the second best. I agree. I love that color. And then I would probably say New Moon and then Breaking Dawn. Yeah, yeah. I don't maybe care me too. for the chess pieces that yeah. much. I like them. I mean, I'm fine with it. How would you include Midnight Sun in this ranking? Last. Last. I can't even think yeah. of what the Brutaner cover is. Oh, right now. it's an hourglass. With red sand. Oh, yeah. Why did, yeah. I, why did I think it was a puzzle piece? That's the guide. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I was forgetting about the guide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, actually, the weakest cover, in my opinion, is the Life and Death green apple cover. Oh, yeah. It makes total sense why they did it, but it's just yeah. such a Why is lazy... it green? Yeah. Mm. Maybe that's why they didn't want to do a hand thing again, because they just Oh, did that it. would be stupid. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> yeah. Interesting. So, have we talked about the cover too much? (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I could go on all day. Yeah. Wait, I have something so interesting that Mm -hmm. I just found out. What? Googling. 
there is a pomegranate porter beer by Midnight Sun Brewing Company in Anchorage, Alaska. Isn't that crazy? That is interesting. Pomegranate Porter by Midnight Sun Brewing Co. (laughs) Isn't that weird? That is interesting. We should all order some. Yeah, I want it. (laughs) I wonder if we can get it around here. Midnight Sun. Can they send it? Can they ship it? Maybe. So I think that we should read the description for Midnight Sun and also read Stephanie Myers. Okay. How about you read the description? Okay. So on the Little Brown site, the overview is, it's here. Number (laughs) one best-selling author Stephanie Meyer makes a triumphant return to the world of Twilight with his highly anticipated companion, the iconic love story of Bella and Edward told from the vampire's point of view. When Edward Cullen Cullen and Bella Swan met in Twilight, an iconic love story was born. But until now, fans have only heard Bella's side of the story. At last, readers can experience Edward's version in the long-awaited companion novel, Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. This unforgettable tale, as told through Edward's eyes, takes on a new and decidedly dark twist. Meeting Bella is both the most unnerving and intriguing event he has experienced in all his years as a vampire. As we learn more fascinating details about Edward's past and complexity of his inner thoughts, we understand why this is the defining struggle of his life. How can he justify following his heart if it means leading Bella into danger? In Midnight Sun, Stephanie Meyer transports us back to the world that has captivated millions of readers and brings us an epic novel about the profound pleasure and devastating consequence of immortal love. And how many pages is it? It is 672 pages. That's pretty big. Sick. I can't wait. Yes, wait. Isn't Twilight like 400 something pages? I believe so. That's a lot. And the ISPN is 978. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't wait. I haven't really been looking forward to a book coming out in forever. I know. This is such a nice experience. I can't experience. remember the last time I really looked forward to something like that. Wow, I am so excited, but I'm somewhat stressed because I pre-ordered it, so that means it's probably not going to come to me for like a few days after it's published. Mm, I didn't pre-order it. Wait, if you pre-order it, does it does it arrive to you? I don't know. I've never day? done that. Fuck, maybe I should. If it, honestly, if it's not here that day, I'm going to the store and I'm buying a second copy. What are you going to do with the other one? We can do a giveaway. <laughs> true, that's true. Hopefully it arrives that day. Yeah. I've never pre-ordered a book before. Guys, please tell me. If you have pre-ordered, do you get it the day it comes out? Like, do they yeah. ship it a few days before? Or... Because I'd imagine it'd be hard to line mm-hmm. up so that everyone gets it... I know. The exact day it comes out. Like, some people could get it early. Oh, fuck. I should have not pre-ordered. I don't know. Well, I'll buy a second copy if it's not... <laughs> if it's not in my mailbox that day... Yeah. I don't Forget know if it. bookstores will be open, but I just really want to go buy it in person somewhere. I mean, yeah. I think at least Target is open. Yeah. So I don't know, but I hope. Is Target stocking regular items like that, though? I don't know. Probably not. I have no idea, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, so maybe I'll have to order it, too. I'll figure it out. Would you wait till you got a hard copy, or would you, like, not be able to, like, Stop yourself and read the ebook if you needed to. I would wait till I got the hard copy. I wouldn't read the ebook. Yeah. No, no, no. 
No, 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 no. I'm pumped. I'll get it. I'll figure it out. Okay. Let's read Stephanie Meyer's letter on her website. Okay. Do you want to read that? There's a background, yeah, with watercolor painted pomegranates. See, the pomegranates are too pretty here. I know. Like, if you're going for a gory look with the pomegranate, why do you then have a really pretty background? I know. They're (laughs) super cute. I don't know. Okay. She says, Dear friends and readers, First of all, I hope that you and your families are all safe, healthy, and in a good place. That's the main thing. Second, I'm happy to announce that Midnight Sun is finally very close to ready and will be in bookstores on August 4th. I hope this announcement doesn't seem ill-timed. I really considered delaying the release until the world is back to normal. However, one, who knows when that will be, and two, you guys have waited long enough, much longer than long enough, actually. I just have to say, I don't know why she would think that. Like, it's a bad time. It seems like a great time to me. I think maybe she had planned to release it at this time all Mm -hmm. along, and so she worried, if I'm moving forward with the release of my book, am I maybe distracting from... Mm. These but that's what people things. want. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of musicians still... are releasing music right now. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to still, if you can, still put art out there. Yeah. If it can be safely consumed, because people need something to be excited about. This is a perfect time. Yeah. Stephanie, if you're listening, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Don't feel bad about it at all. Someone online made the point that Edward died or transitioned, like, turned into a vampire during. Pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah. And now it's coming out during one. Yeah, that's true. And kind of a hundred years later. I mean, not exactly, but around there. Yeah. Okay, the letter continues. I don't know how everyone else is coping, but right now books are my main solace and happiest escape. Personally, I would be nothing but delighted if one of my favorite authors announced something new for me to read. Mm-hmm. No pressure, Lainey Taylor. <laughs> That's funny. So, I hope this announcement gave you some pleasure and some fun, something fun to look forward to. Some pleasure? Oh yeah. my god. Just a little bit. <laughs> Working on a book for more than 13 years is a strange experience. I'm not the same person I was then. My children have all grown up. My back got weird. (laughs) The world is a different place. I can only imagine all the things I've changed for you, but completing Midnight Sun has brought me back to those early days of Twilight when I first met many of you. We had a lot of fun, didn't we? Throwing proms and hanging out in hotel rooms and reading on the beach while getting the most epic sunburns of our lives. Who is she talking about? (laughs) I mean, I wasn't there. Anyway, we made hilarious t-shirts and fabulous websites. We found kindred spirits that are still in our lives now. I hope going back to the beginning of Bella and Edward's story reminds you of all that fun, too. Stay tuned this summer. We have lots more fun things planned. Music, of course, contests, information on the book tour, and more will be posted on this page. I hope to see you all soon. It's been too long. Stephanie. Stephanie, if, so you, cute. Want, if you want to virtually stop anywhere on your book tour... Come to our podcast. We would yeah. love... Wouldn't that be a great opportunity for her to <laughs> use our platform? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mel. Just kidding. Um, but Stephanie, that would be a great time to talk to you. Please <laughs> have your people call our, our people. Our people being us. <laughs> yeah. I think Do she you means- think there actually will be a book tour? Mm. We should go if so. I'm sh- oh my god, if she came into like readings, that would be amazing. Well, people are speculating. Do you think she would go to the Forever Twilight and Forks? I know. I, don't I mean, know. that's a great place to go and sign autographs and meet people. I don't know. But they have changed the theme of Forever Twilight and Forks this year to Midnight Sun. They did? Yeah. Whoa. So that's going to be interesting. 
Is it gonna happen though? I hope so. Yeah, we'll keep you guys informed. I mean, everything is so up in the air. Yeah. In life right now, it's... It's gonna be a contest. It's... it's yeah. I want her website. I want to participate. Me too. I think she means by, like, there's been proms and, like, we've burned... Yeah. The gotten sunburns. It's just, like, collectively all of us have lived life since... Okay. Maybe. I mean, that's I thought I... she was talking about, like, the first fans, oh, like, the first maybe. readers. I don't know. Yeah, it could be that. Because it seems really specific, hanging out in hotel rooms. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, like, her first book tours and, I don't know, people she met Oh, that yeah, time. that's true. It does make me emotional. I mean, thinking about, like, reading that PDF. Gosh, like, I was in middle school, I think, when I yeah. first read it. So much time has passed, and it's, it's really a beautiful thing to still want the same thing after all these years, too. I know. But, like, something that would have meant so much to me when I was 13 means just as much, if not mm-hmm. more, to me when I'm 23. I know. It's crazy. That's kind of cool. I, oh, sorry. You I know, you, no, you go. Oh, I said I couldn't do any work that day. I literally got nothing <laughs> done because it was all I could think about. It's nuts. And you know what's weird is we were going to do an episode about Midnight Sun mm-hmm. this week. It's, it's really weird. It is kind of like we willed that to happen. <laughs> we were going to cover, we were going to read it and mm. just discuss the PDF, yeah, the draft. Yeah, that's what was planned. Mm-hmm. We were literally going to do an episode as if it was a real book because yeah. we didn't think it ever was going to be published. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie's announcement kind of put a wrench in those plans. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess we won't do that now, but yeah. we will do it eventually. Yeah, when it publishes. And I just have to say, we've only read half of it and it was only a draft. And I wonder if it will be a little different now. Because it's been so long. Like, yeah. I'm sure she's gone back to it. But I have to say that I love Midnight Sun so much. If any of you haven't read it, that's okay. I mean, I think it might be actually kind of cool to wait, but... I just love the story. I mean, it's so cool to read it in Edward's perspective. I remember preferring it to all of the other books. Me too. I think it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so freaking cool like that he can read minds. And mm-hmm. his inner voice is so distinct, I think. Mm-hmm. And just really tortured. But like sometimes a little funny. And I don't know. It's just so cool from his yeah. perspective. I hope I love it just as much. Yeah. And I think he makes Bella more appealing too. I agree. You see her from the outside. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's so good. I can't mm-hmm. wait. And I feel like usually a spin-off book in a series, it's never really as good. So that's why it's so exciting. Yeah. That this you know you are going to enjoy this book. Mm-hmm. I really wonder though, I, when we do read it, I mean, I want to enjoy it and just read it as it is, but I kind of want mm-hmm, to compare just PDF. to see if anything was changed. Yeah, I have a feeling it will be significantly changed because Stephanie has grown as a writer so much. Yeah. And I do think going back to something that you started writing years ago, I don't know, I almost feel like I would have started from the beginning if I was her. Mm -hmm. But it was so good. I don't want her to change too much. I know. I love it. I hope not. Who's coughing? (laughs) (laughs) One of our neighbors. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear that. Creepy. You had some passages that you wanted to read? Should I? Um, Maybe if you want to. Something about the PDF is the... It's just a first draft, but I felt like the story just kind of starts Yeah, it does. It does start 
a little abruptly. It starts like right on Bella's first day, and so I hope that maybe there's a little bit more. Yeah, it starts literally when she walks in. Yeah, I hope that there's more uh, foundation in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be and cool. I hope the story doesn't. I don't think it really does this, but I hope it doesn't rely on your understanding of Twilight. I don't think I don't think it does really. Yeah. Well, at the same time, I don't want it to like explain too many things I already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want it to do that either. I'm so excited. I saw some people theorizing that it includes parts of New Moon. Where are people getting this information from? I just saw it on Twitter. I don't know how people would know it. <laughs> well, because I saw someone was like, there should be a movie because we'll see what Edward did when they broke up in New Moon. But it's I'm like, like what? That's, this is Twilight. This is yeah. Twilight. <laughs> you would need New Moon in Edward's perspective. And that is one... Sorry, I feel like I'm speaking too much. No, that not. is one argument against us having all of Twilight in Edward's perspective is some stories like New Moon... Like, would you really want to listen to his mm-hmm. thoughts when he breaks up with Bella and is just sort of if it was in misery well, right? the whole time? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't know. We, I mean, maybe she comes up with something great, but we don't. It yeah. seems like he wasn't doing anything. Yeah, it seems like there's like no plot going mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. in that story. Yeah. <laughs> Other than I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, but I would actually love to read Breaking Dawn in yeah. Edward's perspective. That'd be cool. Eclipse would be cool too. Yeah. It's really just New Moon. It's like, mm. I guess she could skip it, New Moon. Well, maybe that's why New Moon would be a part of Twilight because it's condensed. I mean, maybe. a part of Midnight Sun because it's condensed. And then what if she released a second book, which is Eclipse and Breaking Dawn, or just Eclipse and Breaking Dawn? So you cover the New That'd Moon be story. Cool. Yeah. It's a trilogy instead. I love Edward. <sighs> I, I mean, maybe it's a significant more amount of pages. Maybe. I just love him as character. I don't know. Like, he's so mm-hmm. grumpy sometimes, but I he feels just very real to me, and he's just more than pretty face. Mm. That's know? why it makes me so sad when people... Which, first of all, I was reading this article that said revisiting how much... Robert Pattinson hates Twilight. And all of the things that it was quoting, I knew were sarcastic jokes. Yeah. When you put them on paper, it seems like he doesn't like it, but I knew that they were lighthearted. Like, for instance, he once was asked about his pay, and he joked, could have been better. But then when you write that he said it could have been better, it sounds like yeah. he's serious about it. But I know, it was clearly a joke because he made a shit ton of money. And we know he's a humble guy. Yeah. He would not say that. Yeah. And we know that he is a jokester and is sarcastic. <laughs> and people just don't get his sense of humor. Like, I really haven't, haven't read too much to me, like, to interpret that he really hated it. I think he didn't like the fame, but I don't think he... he didn't he... like the franchise. Yeah. We covered this in our Robert Pattinson episode. Yes. The franchise, the franchise. He but doesn't like that. All that to say is he should be incredibly proud of playing such an iconic character. Edward Cullen will be remembered forever. Forever. He's such a big character. And yes, it's huge he's playing Batman, but many people have played Batman. It's yeah. cool that he is the only person so far who has played Edward Cullen, and he did it justice, and he really made it so iconic. That Rob, if you're listening, no, I agree. be proud of that. I'm proud of you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, be proud, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Kristen would read Midnight Sun? 
I bet. I hope. I, I bet she's thinking about it. <laughs> I'd be upset if she didn't. Oh, I think she would. She's free to do whatever she wants, I guess. But. Yeah. Do you think Rob would read it? I guess he's already read it. I don't it. know. Yeah. Probably not. Oh, yeah, I bet he wouldn't. <laughs> do you think Suki Waterhouse would read it? Maybe. I bet Suki, like, loves Twilight. I bet. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I bet she's down for it. I can't wait. Ugh. I'm so excited. Okay, I'm just going to read a couple passages. Okay. Because, yeah, we're not going to cover this anymore, this draft. And yeah, maybe it's going to be the same exact thing, but I just feel like... I want to wait till I have the real book. Yeah. But these are just some parts I think are interesting, and it really skips around. I mean, I have, like, page 3, page 4, mm-hmm. page 18, and then I have, like, 263, so I don't know. But I just think it's really cool, just something to look forward to, seeing more of the dynamic of the Cullens, yeah. because when you read the books, it never feels like you get enough about them. Yeah. And this is just in the way beginning, Jasper kind of letting his imagination get away, imagining drinking somebody's blood. And Alice says, you weren't going to do anything. I could see that. And then Edward in his head says, I fought back the grimace that would give her lie away. Mm. We had to stick together, Alice and I. It wasn't easy hearing voices or seeing visions of the future. Both freaks among those who were already freaks. We protected each other's secrets. Mm. It helps it a little if you think of them as people. Alice suggested her high musical voice too fast for human ears to understand if any had been close enough to hear her. Her name is Whitney. She has a baby sister she adores. Her mother invited Esme to that garden party. Do you remember? What? I know who she is, Jasper said curtly. He turned away to stare out one of the small windows that were spaced just under the eaves of the long room. His tone ended the conversation. Oh, sorry. I read that as Esme invited her mother to the garden party. (laughs) Her mother invited Esme. Mm. But I... I wonder if Esme wins. I just think that's cool to see more of them interacting together. Oh, you're going to see their personalities really shine in Midnight Sun. Yeah. And you're probably going to get a lot of backstory. I know. True. This is, guys, if you like the Collins a lot, I think Midnight Sun will probably be your favorite book. Yeah. Because... For sure. Really, Bella, she doesn't even know them as well. Yeah. Her perspective is so limited. Yeah. It's true. so cool. I love it. it it's just ugh, everything you want. Mm. Okay, then this is him when he's trying to hear Bella's thoughts and he doesn't hear anything. And he's like, what's going on? This has never happened. And he says, it was sort of my responsibility to know her reaction. I acted as a lookout, for lack of a better word, for my family to protect us. If anyone ever grew suspicious, I could give us early warning and an easy retreat. It happened occasionally. Some human with an active imagination would see us in the characters of a book or a movie. Usually they got it wrong, but it was better to move on somewhere new than risk scrutiny. Very, very rarely someone would guess right. We didn't give them a chance to test their hypothesis. We simply disappeared to become no more than a frightening memory. I think that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I forgot about that. People have guessed right? Yeah. That's nuts. That's really helpful that Edward has that power that he can yeah. know when people are suspicious of them. Isn't that interesting, though, that, like, yeah. that's happened? Like, somebody yeah. has been like, I think they're vampires. You would think more people would actually think of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why does this pale family... Light, ice cold. All really pale. Golden eyes. Yeah. Why do they all have gold eyes when they're <laughs> supposedly adopted? Yeah, that should, <laughs> that should not be their cover story, yeah. in my opinion. 
whatever. No, I don't think that they should be a foster family that's not related to each Oh, well, then some of them are married. That complicates it. Can't they just hide that? Wear contacts. I know. Why? They gave Bella contacts. Or I know that they have different hair colors and face shapes and whatever, but you're all white and you have golden eyes. Like, just say you're related. Whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, do you really need to be showing PDA at school? Yeah. Like, you go there six hours a day. You can't just cover it up <laughs> when you're in class. Are you that horny? I know. Why do you have to <laughs> hold hands in school? It's weird. That or draws, do different things. Don't have to all go to the same school. That draws way more attention. I'm telling you, there was a family in my high school of foster kids who were dating each other. That's all I would talk about. All I would talk about, too. I'd be obsessed. <laughs> Like, I would never just let them be. I would I always know. be watching them. I'd be them. obsessed. I mean, when yeah. I was in high school, I was obsessed with people I didn't know already. Yeah, me too. And me they were too. just normal people. Yeah, there's some people who I always thought about who <laughs> I never spoke to. Yeah, my friends and I would always talk about, like, some people and yeah, they just had cool fashion or whatever. So, yeah, on top of this, Edward dresses in, like, a pea coat and yeah. turtleneck sweater. They do not fit in <laughs> at all. They really don't, and they have nice cars. Like, they're, I, yeah, now that I think about this, I would have been obsessed with them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I probably would have, like, drawn pictures of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're not doing a good job. No. Oh, well. Not at all. Yeah. I know. They should be, like, wearing sweatpants to school or something to fit in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can't help themselves. That's their one rule, is to blend in, and they... Don't even try. <laughs> I know. So then another thing to look forward to is just the really interesting scene when Bella walks in the classroom mm. and he smells her blood. And it's just crazy to read that he was really planning on killing her and strategizing how he would take down the whole classroom. Like he mm-hmm. says, if I killed the girl first, I would only have 15 or 20 seconds with her before the humans in the room would react, maybe a little bit longer if at first they did not realize what I was doing. She would not have time to scream or feel pain. I would not kill her cruelly. That much I could give the stranger with her horribly desirable blood. But then I would have to stop them from escaping. I wouldn't have to worry about the windows wow. too high up and small to provide an escape for anyone. Just the door. Block that and they were trapped. And he goes on to say, like, how he would kill all of them. Can you imagine Edward just jumping up, biting her real quick, <laughs> sucking out as much as he can, runs to the door, yeah, blocks what? it, it's and too much. all the students are screaming, <laughs> I and know. Like, you're done for. <laughs> I know. How would... I don't really see how that would work. Wouldn't the school hear, like, a classroom of people screaming? Yeah, and then like, they go to they, walk down. How would they pull that off? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't kill everybody. Like, he could kill as many people as possible mm-hmm. in the classroom, but people would scream, and then the police would show up. Do you think he could actually get away? Yeah, probably. Oh, he could get away. He run really fast. Yeah, but I'm yeah. sure it would cause a problem. <laughs> like, it would be all over the news. They're really fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Well, we're, we're faster. faster. <laughs> <sighs> Man. <laughs> Yeah. I've been wanting to watch New Moon again oh, lately. Gosh, I love New Moon. Man. Really good. Okay, I'm just gonna you know what? Maybe I won't read a ton more, but I'm just gonna read read one more part and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna just mention one more part. Okay. Okay. I just thought this was kind of funny. I mean, this is immediately after when he goes to switch classes. Mm-hmm. When he goes to the office and there's Mrs. Cope in there. <laughs> oh yeah. 
And he, she's attracted to him. Oh, she gasped, a little flustered. She smoothed her shirt. Silly, she thought to herself. He's almost young enough to be my son. Too young to think of that way. Yeah, it is too young. <laughs> Hello, Edward. What can I do for you? Her eyelashes fluttered behind her thick glasses. Uncomfortable. But I knew how to be charming when I wanted to be. <laughs> I, I liked that. Turns on the charm. Um, that's probably inappropriate of her. I know. She is 17. Well... Can you blame her? I know. It's Edward Cullen. Okay, I love this, though. Chapter 2. I don't know. I think it's so cool. He goes to Alaska and sees the Denali peeps and Mm -hmm. is hanging out with Tanya and talking to her. And I just think it's really interesting. Yeah, I think it's interesting that we get more interaction with them. Yeah. Because as you guys know, I don't like a lot of the side characters. Yeah. In the Twilight universe, we just don't get enough of them in Bella's perspectives. Yeah. But this feels like seeing Edward as almost like how he really is because these are kind of like friends. Yeah. You know, you see him, how he acts with Bella and how he acts with his family, but I find this very interesting. Like she says, you're you're going home, aren't you? She thought. I haven't dot 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 entirely dot 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 decided that yet, but you're not staying here. Her thought was wistful, now sad. No, it doesn't seem to be helping, she grimaced. That's my fault, isn't it? Of course not, I lied smoothly. Don't be a gentleman, I smiled. I make you uncomfortable, she accused. No. Like, I don't know, it's just interesting to see this situation yeah, where she's exactly. into him and he's, like, trying to be polite. And, like, it's just really cool. he always tries to really hold back about that with Bella. Yeah. And he's upset Bella. Yeah. I fucking love it. Oh my Remember god. Remember in the fanfiction that, <laughs> that he had slept with her yeah. a few times and then once 12 years after. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that. I was into that. Oh my gosh. I can't wait, guys. We were a little bit disappointed because we thought that it was going to be released that yeah, day. Yeah, I thought it was going to be released that day. I know. It makes sense. It wouldn't be. They have to do a whole tour. Wait, I have one more thing to say. Yeah. It's one page after this. Talking about how they are vegetarians now, and her and her sisters, Tanya and her sisters, sleep with a lot of men, basically, mm-hmm. and now the men live, they don't die when they hook up with them. That's not the wording. Wait, they sleep with humans? Yes! And I think that's really interesting because... I don't remember because that. Because Stephanie... I feel like in this world, we're meant to believe that vampires mate for life. Yeah. But listen to this. Listen to this. Okay, she said, I'm not used to rejection, she grumbled, her lower lip pushing out in an attractive pout. (gasps) Attractive? Edward? (laughs) Certainly not, I agreed, trying with little success to block out her thoughts as she fleetingly sifted through memories of her thousands of successful conquests. Mostly Tanya preferred human men. They were much more populous for one thing, with the added advantage of being soft and warm, and always eager, definitely. Succubus, I teased... Hoping to interrupt the images flickering in her head, she grinned, flashing her teeth. The original. Isn't that flirty, too? That is really flirty, but <laughs> wait, I don't remember that. I don't like that they sleep with human men. I don't, I feel I like. I like it. No, I don't like it. But it breaks the rules. That totally breaks the rules. And what was with all of Edward being like, it's too dangerous, it's too dangerous, when he knows that the Denali women sleep with humans all the time? That's so true. <laughs> Why would he think it was that Wait, dangerous? What the fuck? That That's makes so no true sense. Now. What? <laughs> and like, Just honestly, because he has a dick? To be honest, like, could a human man, like, really satisfy and pleasure vampire women that well? 
Hmm, what makes you say that? I mean, like, sometimes I can't even, like, do it for human I, I know. Maybe she's like, do this. Yeah. But also, wouldn't they catch on to the fact that they were vampires? Because they're so cold. Because they're so cold, yeah. And, like... <laughs> I don't know. I, this I, does break the rules. There'd be things that would give it away. I don't want to go to school. I just want to break the rules. Okay, but I like this part. I wonder if Stephanie will cut it. I kind of hope not, but... I feel like she should. I think that breaks the rules too much. Are we implying here that it's because women just lie there during sex and don't do Yeah, anything? is that what she's implying? <laughs> yeah, what? But why? if they Isn't it because they get so into it that they're going to, like... Bite them? Yeah, that's what I thought. Or that or they're just too them? strong. I mean, like, if the woman's on top, like... Are we meant to believe Tanya's just way better at being a vegetarian? I don't get it. You would have thought that Edward would be like, okay, like, he would have listened to their perspectives of they can sleep with yeah. humans, no problem. I don't understand Maybe this. I'll take a card <laughs> from their playbook or whatever. This breaks two rules. Mm-hmm. What's the other rule? That they mate for life or yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, what do you guys think? Do you think she's going to cut this? Do you, do you like mean, it? I don't want her to cut it. We know the truth. Yeah. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, is this canon? It's an unreleased Ugh. draft. I hate stuff like this. It's so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Some people think the fan fictions are canon, though. <laughs> <laughs> what? How can you say that? I, I don't know. Some people it's do. Canon. <laughs> I love Midnight Sun. I love you, Midnight Sun. I love you, Midnight Sun. <laughs> Are you quoting Little Women? Yeah. <laughs> yes, you would, Midnight Sun. <laughs> he always says her name, Joe. I love you, Midnight Sun. <laughs> I have loved you ever since I've known you, Midnight Sun. <laughs> and I waited, and I never complained. <laughs> Because, you know, it's actually so applicable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They must make you here now and give me an answer because I cannot go on like this any longer. (laughs) You have billiards. Give up everything you didn't like. I'm happy I did. It's fine. (laughs) I'm getting it wrong. I need to practice. I would have been so crushed if they had that big announcement and then it wasn't Midnight Sun. Crushed. (laughs) Do you remember that Paramore song that's like, crush? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been me, but thankfully it is midnight time. We were can't believe it. Kind of joking that um, with our friend B, who we met at Forever Twilight and Forks, Stephanie's video for Good Morning America looks a little bit like a hostage video. <laughs> like she doesn't seem that excited. B was joking. It does. Someone off in the corner with a gun, like, now say it's August 4th. (laughs) Say it's going to come out. Say we waited long enough. It does look like a hostage (laughs) video. She doesn't seem that excited. I think she was being reserved, though, because she knows that it's a really serious time, and she didn't want to be like, my book is coming out. You know what I think, too, Mm -hmm. is that was live, right? Yeah. She lives in Arizona. And that was really early in the morning, mm. so maybe she was just very tired. I agree. She probably was also <laughs> really stressed that the website crashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they must have been freaking out. I mean, yeah. we were freaking out, but can you imagine being, like, responsible for that website? Oh, gosh. And it's down. I know. It's... <laughs> Kelly joked in Patreon, never forget, 2020, we crashed Stephanie Meyer 
God, sorry. <laughs> people always say stuff like that. People always We crashed the website. <laughs> we crashed the website. All of us are on. I actually did see a ton of people saying that. <laughs> like, I knew it would it's happen. It's 2020. We crashed the website. Well, it's back. <laughs> we crashed it. I still remember, actually. I This is so silly. My friend Kristen and I used to always go on this website called GossipGirlInsider.com because there was a forum on there and we would always talk on the forum about Gossip Girl and I think it was after, I don't know, something big happened like do you remember Chuck got shot or like mm-hmm. something like that? Yeah. We crashed the Gossip Girl Insider <laughs> website. <laughs> like I remember that happened. Everyone was like, oh my God, we crashed the site because oh, there were too many people yeah, on it. Yeah, people yeah. get so excited about <laughs> yeah. things. <laughs> Good times. Good times. I was going to say something else. I forgot. Thing. I'm sorry. Just went off into the other. The underworld. With Hades. Hot Hades. <sighs> Hot, hot haze. Eli from Grassy. <laughs> I'm so excited, guys. This Me is too. huge. I'm gonna oh die. Oh my gosh. I'm going to die. We I... should have make like a party out of it. We should get pomegranates. Oh, we should. I literally have never had one. I'm pumped. Pomegranate juice, pomegranate beer, wine, whatever it exists. I saw some people were upset because they have all paperbacks. So they were like, oh, I don't want to get a hard copy. I kind of like, though, that I have two paperbacks. That's the way it Twilight is, girl. Twilight and New Moon and Boy. two hard copies. <laughs> <laughs> Eclipse and Breaking Dawn. Yeah, because to me, I feel like those um, bindings represent the time in which it came out. Exactly. You know, yeah. There's only like, hard covers available for yeah. Eclipse and Breaking Dawn then. So I like that. I That's what I have. I like that too. I mean, same with my Harry Potters. Like, all of them are paperback except the last two. Mm-hmm. But that's just how it is. It, it really represents, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the time period. I'm so excited. So, yeah, guys, if you're upset about that because you have only paperbacks, think of it like that. Yeah. Like, it's hardcover because you got it that day yeah exactly and it's so cool yeah and that's what it represents mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm pumped yeah and we're gonna be covering it on the show oh you best you believe bet. we're believe. gonna freak I, out i feel like we should split it into <laughs> like three parts shorter batches because i want to be able to just go in yeah depth, i agree since we're all gonna I mean, be this reading is a new it. book new book at the same time, I'm not going to be able to pace myself to mm-hmm. read it in those batches, but we can just even, like, record them. Yeah. And then release them later. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I can't believe this. I mean... I can't believe it who either. Who would have it's thought... Dream. We started this Twilight podcast, and now there's a new Twilight book. Like, I know. Who would have thought? I know. I got a lot of text messages from people. I wonder if we'll get more listeners from our, our podcast. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. This girl I knew from school who always tweets about Twilight, she's like still super obsessed with Twilight. That's cool. But she tweeted and wrote an article for InStyle, I think, that said, um, I hope she's not listening, hmm. that was like, real fans read Midnight Sun back in 2009 or something. And it's like, yeah, that is true, but, like, people are still excited. Like, yeah. only 12 chapters were released back then. I know. So, we didn't really read the book. Yeah. It's like, real fans already read it. Like, no. We did, We did, but, but not the whole thing. Yeah, it just stops abruptly. Yeah. So, that's not really true. Yeah. 
And also, like, if someone's new to it, whatever. They're new to it. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't make them any less of a real fan. Yeah. In my opinion. I love the new people, personally. Oh, they're so fun. I mean, yeah. It just, it doesn't seem that remarkable to me to... That you were a fan in 2008, because everybody was. Yeah, Pretty exactly. much everybody was. So yeah. it's not like you're winning a competition or something to be like, I've been a fan since mm-hmm. the beginning, because so many people were. Exactly. But to be a new fan shows that you, because especially when people really turn on the series, to shows be, you're really open-minded. Yeah, exactly. And that you're someone who tries new things. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you just like heard of the books or whatever, and you're like yeah. exploring. Yeah, and how can you expect people who are 13... 14 now to have been obsessed in reading Midnight Sun when they were like two years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's gonna be, we're always gonna oh remember my this summer. God. Think it's, about that. Like, we're yeah. always gonna remember this summer as Midnight Sun. It's really like Stephanie Meyer did show up here and she said, you know what? I'm gonna make <laughs> everybody's day. Yeah. And I bet, I mean, if people are still in quarantine, then everybody's going to read the next <laughs> Yeah. Because yeah. people are reading books, like, you know, people who have never read before. Even someone from my work who used to be a librarian, and I feel like is probably kind of a book snob, even she posted about it in our work channel. Really? No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, people are pumped. And yeah. I think this is going to be really the peak of the Renaissance, maybe. Um, for a while after Midnight yeah. Sun comes out, where everyone's gonna be like, "Fuck it, yeah. Cohen is back." <laughs> Fuck it, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's lame to not like Twilight anymore. Yeah. Like, honestly, be original. I know, man. The Twilight hate is over, guys. Like, it really <laughs> is so stupid. It is over. <laughs> Wow, we're in the prime of our lives. Yeah, we have made it through. We really have made it through the, to the through. other side. We did. Wow. And it's not so often you can say that. No, it's not. <laughs> the only way out is through, and we have made it. Oh my god. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I've never been more happy to be wrong about something. I know. Oh, it feels so good. Midnight Sun! August 4th, baby. Midnight August 4th. Sun. Midnight Sun. I saw someone was tweeting about it. One of the actors. Or oh, I think Nikki oh, really? Reed liked something about it. She just liked it. Yeah, she just liked <laughs> it. Oh, I want to say maybe Jackson Rathbone shared something. Probably. I actually think if they... Like, I think a lot of the actors would sign on to a movie if it was an option. I mean, it would be an excellent opportunity. Oh, yeah. A lot of them haven't been doing as much as Rob and Kristen but mm-hmm. Rob and Kristen are the two and Nikki Reed who I think would absolutely definitely not sign on yeah possibly mm-hmm. not Anna Kendrick she doesn't need to be in it though oh she's yeah not. I think Anna Kendrick would and be like I'm in Twilight yeah haha <laughs> 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 so <laughs> funny <laughs> so funny <Yeah. laughs> okay no I have no ill feelings towards Anna Kendrick but sometimes I don't know she just yeah. You know when something's just in your face a lot, and you're well, like, you know what, it's you not know that what? funny. I hate the way people react to her more than anything, and like the same way people react to like Chrissy Teigen. Like, I'm yeah. so sick of seeing I'm so articles. sick of Chrissy Teigen. Like, Chrissy Teigen gave an epic clap back, and I don't I'm think so she, sick of her. I don't think that she 
she likes those article headlines either. Yeah. But we are just constantly bombarded with them, and it's so stupid. I feel like we it say so things stupid. for Anna Kendrick. Yeah, too. it is. Anna like Kendrick that. had the best response to yeah. someone who said that she looks like a horse or something stupid <laughs> yeah. like that. Like it's like come You're so on. Right. Yeah, I'm sick of it's it. It's just a stupid, lazy, easy thing to write. I know. It's just like literally copying. If you followed them on social media too, you would already know that. Yeah, we exactly. We don't need an article about it. Yeah, and it's really not going to improve the quality of your life at all <laughs> to know the epic yeah. clapback that Chrissy Teigen... Like, it's just junk food. I'm sure Chrissy Teigen is, like, a fine person, but I'm so sick of hearing about her and John Legend. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't need to see you in your kitchen. Much. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, it's overexposure. Would you be shocked if they broke up? No. I almost feel like we hear about them too much that I can see it happening. Yeah. Yeah. And then she'll have this whole, like, sob story thing, and I don't know, book comes out. A really sad song from John. Memoir, yeah. Takes a few years to get it out of our system, and then they're both with somebody else. Mm -hmm. It's... I'm not saying I want that to happen, but celebrity breakups don't shock me anymore. You know, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be a pessimist, guys. I'm just a pessimist when it comes to, like, celebrities and Hollywood and stuff like that. But and Stephanie Meyer doesn't go in that category, but, you know. Yeah. I just think a lot of celebrity couples do break up. So Yeah, I think it's... I mean, really, it's, I've said it a million times, after Rob and Kristen, I don't get involved in celebrity couples anymore. yeah emotionally it's yeah useless it's you're gonna get too, heartbroken yeah you're gonna get your heart <laughs> trampled all over i was literally do devastated it. by robin Kristen, and then it hits you i don't know these people <laughs> yeah. i'm wasting emotional energy <laughs> i know <laughs> you feel bad you feel guilty and you feel gross and disgusted Wait, with i don't yourself. even know them yeah <laughs> i feel like i don't even know people that i actually dated yeah, probably. It's scary. I mean, <laughs> I know them, but you know, you know what I mean. Like, you can never really know someone. Yeah, we really, didn't really know don't. them. <laughs> if, if they were a fake couple, which I can't even bring myself to go there and believe that, but it's like, oh god, wasted all that time. But that would be horrible. I will say, if they were spotted together, or if they did oh, get back together, you would freak the yeah, fuck out. I would literally. What would no? What? what would you be more excited about? Midnight Sun or Robin Kristen getting back together? Oh my god. You can't even <laughs> ask that. Guys, I feel like there is no right answer. <gasps> okay, wait. If I agree. Robin Kristen got back together, is it like, are they forever. together forever? Like, will yeah, they. That would suck if it was just like a short thing. Yeah. I wouldn't want to put my eggs in that basket could just you for imagine, to break my heart again. Could you imagine if it was like Miley and Liam where they get married and then divorce? Oh my god! <laughs> like they get yeah. back together after like 10 years. Wait, and then I bet there were people who like really shipped Miley and Liam yeah. so much and invested so much time in them and they were like, I don't think they're back together. And they get married. Oh my god. And then they get married and then like divorced and right away each other. And then she's like sucking Cody Simpson's dick. Yeah. Sorry, that was vulgar, but... <laughs> that would that would be traumatizing for me. I'm gonna have to say, you know what? I'm gonna have to say, guys, Midnight Sun is more exciting because I 
It's permanent. It's permanent, and I can really enjoy that close up. Like, yeah, that's I feel true. Like, yeah, but it. I think I feel like if we are not to freak out. The thing is, Robin Kristen would be more shocking. Yeah, that I would. It would feel more like pinch me, you know, like I Midnight <laughs> Sun. Face. Midnight Sun is is a dream come true as well, but Robin Kristen would really be <laughs> like, wow, anything is possible. <laughs> I feel like saying Midnight Sun is the more intelligent answer. I mean, it's a yeah. book. <laughs> honest here though i think i would be more excited about robert christie no i know what you mean because like i think it, i'd be screaming it would and be like, a shock yeah like it's not happening because it seems so impossible what if it actually did yeah. <laughs> okay what if they did make a midnight sun movie they get really good cgi they re-release it and all the actors sign on, and then Rob and Kristen start dating again, and then they get married and <laughs> have kids, and then they always work on every single movie together. No, that's there. not gonna happen. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't happen. But honestly, some people genuinely do believe stuff like that can happen based off of the things I've seen on Twitter. People are, are so wishful in their thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, right now it feels like anything is possible, but... That's the thing is, it really... That's why I kept being like, no, they wouldn't make a movie. They wouldn't. Actually, I... No, I don't think they would make one. Yeah. But... But We we don't know. This time has taught me, yeah, anything is possible. The things that you think cannot happen... Anything's possible. Like, they cannot cancel the whole NBA season. Yeah. They could never do something like that. You know what? They can. They can do it really quickly. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Do you remember that Ellie Goulding song? Yeah. Call back to our Breaking Down Part 2 soundtrack episode that was recently. Two weeks ago. Did you guys listen? If you didn't, why didn't you? <laughs> I actually looked up some songs by Pop, etc. Oh, you know, guys, I will say that I was too harsh on Speak Up. No, I don't have to still don't mind. love it, but you don't have to. sometimes I no. Sometimes I do listen to the episodes back and I'm like, what was I thinking? Yeah, you know, I actually did like that one. I'm sure, I would feel the same way. Too. And on our Patreon, we are going to release a list of yeah. like our entire ranking from did you favorite do that to yet? favorite. I started it, but it okay, is good. really hard because I'm not done. Yeah, I'm not done either. Yeah, we we should post that soon. Probably. <laughs> it's like getting late. <laughs> I can do that tonight. Yeah, I can do it too. Why not? Wow. This is nuts. This is the craziest This is one of time. I mean... I was a little bit overwhelmed, honestly. Yeah. For some reason, feeling anxious about it. Me too. I don't know why either, but it just felt like... So big, I couldn't even process. Yeah. Something that you've waited for for so long. Yeah. I don't know I just didn't feel ready mm-hmm. like I wasn't my best self or something yeah I felt the same way <laughs> I wanted a dog my whole childhood and when I finally got a dog when we brought it home I remember thinking oh my god like now what now yeah. I have a do-. like yeah. I don't know I just like it, I was very overwhelmed I had to be alone and then my family never let me forget that why did you go up in your room? Yeah, and they were like, you're not even playing with your dog. Mm-hmm. You wanted the dog. Well, this is a very real thing of the human condition. Yeah. I mean, it's why, I think in like Buddhism, they talk about just not wanting anything. Mm. is like the key to peace, but that's very 
hard for me to grasp. If you don't want things, you're just kind of going to do nothing with your life, mm-hmm. which that's totally fine if you just want to sit and meditate, but you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it, it's not really practical in the real world, yeah. but yeah, wanting is never satisfying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, exactly. Here we have the news of the book coming out. People are already like, is there going to be a movie? Yeah, exactly. And we were wondering, is Rob going to read the audio book? I mean, that would be so cool. Oh, but like, yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. That would be amazing. I feel like no. No. But that would be sick. I, I do think him reading the audiobook is not that far-fetched. I would love I, that. I think, honestly, they they might offer that to him. Could you imagine going to sleep to that? Oh, my God. I feel like... I feel like usually they have a random person read it, though. They don't have actors sometimes, but usually it's just the th- author or... Well, I think they could have an actor if, like... Because usually you don't have a book that comes out about something that's already been made into a movie years later. Yeah, like, that's true. Ed, like, Rob is the established idea of Edward now. I hope. Whereas usually a book comes out before the movie. I hope they pitch it to him. I would listen the fuck out of that. Oh, they must. I, I think they offer to him that. a shit ton of money. I listen to that every night. I mean, the only reason he wouldn't do it is if he really wants to distance himself from Twilight. But I actually think that he could do it just for shits and giggles. <laughs> it would be so weird, though. Would he do it in an American accent? Like, he's yeah. going to read almost mm-hmm. 700 pages? Yeah. Wow. But then what if Kristen Stewart read the dialogue for Bella? They don't do that for audiobooks. No, but because, like I said, they usually release a book. Usually comes out. But that's out. like not the point of an audiobook is to be like a movie that you're listening mm. to. It's just like a reading experience. Well, wouldn't that be fun? It it would be fun, but that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Anything could happen. Do they even have time? Like I worry that they already did it. Well, they have a lot of time right months. now. Oh, you mean the actors? Do they have the time? audiobook? It's no, the book's months. not even done yeah. yet. That's nuts. I wonder if she's freaking out. Oh, wait. I'm sure it's written. It's probably just in, like, copy editing and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. She's just, like, typing away furiously yeah, on her computer. Yeah, I'm sure it's all I'm finished. I'm so not done! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're probably just editing it. Yeah. But that's really... I'm sure the audiobook comes out the same day, right? I just feel like that's not enough time. Well, they could release a later version. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know what it takes to make an audiobook. I'm sure that's many hours. You have to record literally them reading the book and probably yeah. do several takes. They Must can't pronounce hard. a word. Oh. That would be incredible. But, I mean, now's the time to record it. What is Rob doing right now? <laughs> He's just walking around the Suki Waterhouse. Recording videos of Suki Waterhouse. On a run. Oh, yeah, we got yelled at by somebody. <sighs> yeah, we did. I want to talk about this. Oh, yeah. We so talked about it. We shared... <laughs> Um, pictures of Rob on a run in London, and we were like, what a cutie, and then someone DM'd us, and was like, cutie, he's breaking quarantine rules, and yeah. we were shaming us for it, and, and like, said we should do a whole episode on... They said we should take it down. Yeah. Yeah, whole episode on... On coronavirus. coronavirus. I feel bad, because this person's probably a listener, but they were really <laughs> dragging us and really upset with us, so... <laughs> <laughs> Freedom of speech. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, everyone can, it's valid, you can come at us if you want to, but no, he was on a run. Well, what's socially acceptable is changing every single day, and if people are being safe and following guidelines, then Mm -hmm. I don't think that there's any reason to shame people. I mean, we, I, I do think 
culturally there's different perceptions of what is safe especially in america people are way more relaxed than they should be yeah but you know where we live we live in the city we don't have a balcony we don't have a porch so we have to go on a walk we have to yeah Yeah. we, we wouldn't be able to go outside we live like in the top floor of our building we have to go on walks to go outside we have to walk to the grocery store walk yeah places and yeah that's totally allowed and i'm rob too i mean i guess he lives in notting hill people don't really have backyards or anything in notting hill Mm -hmm. those buildings are super close together yeah so it looks like he was in a park totally by himself yeah as long as there's there's nobody around him staying from people it's safe so i don't think we deserved someone saying what's wrong with you yeah because that's what they said yeah i mean <laughs> what are we gonna do are we just gonna open our window and stick our head out the window <laughs> maybe especially like we are taking it so seriously we are wearing masks yeah when we go outside we have not seen our friends in so long mm-hmm. we are doing our part mm-hmm and like you said, rules are changing all the time. Like at first, you didn't have to wear you didn't have to wear a mask outside. Yeah. At first, they told us it was worse to wear a mask. Yeah, but now where we live, the city has said you have to wear it. But it used to be like just if you went in the grocery store or whatever. Yeah. So. But now you have to wear. I'm it. I'm not totally sure what the standard is in London, but when that happened, it was probably the same case there. Yeah. Especially people running. I still see people running without masks on because yeah. it's really hard to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they're whooshing by so fast that, I don't know, I just doubt. As long as they're staying apart from people, it's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. I do get a little bit annoyed when people don't have a mask and they run right past you because they're huffing and puffing. And you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> huffing and puffing, yeah. Keep that to yourself. Oh, I had the experience today. I was in the elevator and a woman got in. I was like, oh no, I shouldn't what? take the Why elevator. Why did she do that? Yeah, it's like, she was like, oh, you going up? And I was like, uh, yep. But like, I feel like yeah. if you see someone else in the elevator, wait your turn. I know. I hate to be rude, but yes, the other day someone, I think I even had a lot of things in my hand, so it seemed weird, but this guy was like, you going up? And I was like, no, I'm going to take the stairs. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I feel so gross taking the yeah. elevator in general. Yeah. And someone does pee in our elevator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's true. Sometimes you have to. We live on the top floor. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of things in your hand. <laughs> that you were saying, sometimes you have to pee in the elevator. I mean, we live on the top floor. <laughs> yeah. You just can't make it. Although our elevator, too, is really not safe. It, like, oh, sometimes yeah. stops in the middle of different floors. And you yeah. have to, like, climb out over the shaft. <laughs> Which is what happened That's when funny. I was in the elevator no with way. the woman. Oh, my gosh. Did she live on our floor? Yeah, she does. Oh. But for some reason, she was on the third floor. I don't know what she was doing there. Maybe she knows someone else. Maybe. I wish we knew people. Ah, oh, that'd be fun. And now that we have this quarantine thing, like, it's not going to happen. No. Don't know anybody. Yeah. You really, it's hard to make, like, new friends during this time. Yeah. <sighs> it's a weird Sad. time. We hope you guys are, uh, you know, doing things that are keeping you sane and making you happy mm-hmm. and you don't have to be productive every single second of quarantine mm-hmm. you don't have to be happy every single second allow yourself to 
feel kind of crummy sometimes and it's totally normal. Just let it out. Let it out. And then you'll feel better. Because yeah, if you felt like great all the time through this, I feel like that's not necessarily healthy. Like <laughs> I think it's okay to not be content with. It can feel really isolating. I agree. And if you live alone, it must be tough. Oh, I feel for anyone who's alone right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Even if it, I don't know. I think, especially, I mean, I used to live alone. Like, I like it. Like, it can be nice to have your own space. But, like, this is just way too much. Mm-hmm. I can't even really, imagine. We're really lucky that we have each other. Mm-hmm. Someone asked us, like, what we're doing to, like, keep busy. And we are still working, so we don't feel that mm-hmm. um, bored, I guess. Yeah. But we have been doing takeout every single Friday, which has been so fun to look forward Ooh, what to. What are you going to do tomorrow? I want to do Felipe's again. <gasps> I'm down. That would be fun. I need to figure out how to make it less spicy. Though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was that made it spicy. Well, I'll just ask for a sour cream or something. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm. Is this episode really long? <laughs> it's like... almost two hours. <laughs> I guess we should wrap it up. Yeah. But... I think this is good a good length for such a big This deal. is a good Yeah. You know, this is a monumental moment in the fandom and I'm so happy that we have this podcast to document it. True. Like makes it so much more special. This is a historical artifact. It is. <laughs> also my laptop's dying soon. So oh yes. I guess we should sign off. Well thank you guys for listening. We are the best. We love you so much mm-hmm. and oh my god <laughs> midnight sun like are you kidding me <laughs> what, what, what? What, what, what? <laughs> this is perfect <laughs> this, this, is a real, this kind of stuff just doesn't exist just in my world <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what if they don't like me <laughs> Okay, that's not everything to do with it. Alright, <laughs> bye, bye guys. guys. Happy midnight sun. <laughs> Happy life. Peace. <laughs>